Good morning. My name's Thad Lanthrop, and I'm the administrative pastor here at Church in the Valley. A couple of guys are, are going to bring up something that we're going to use later on in the message, so um, don't get distracted too much, but this, this will be a part of the, of the message, and I'll leave you in suspense until we get to that part. Um, but it, we've been, we're in the middle of a message series, The Chance of a Lifetime. And in this series, we've been taking a look at Jesus's teachings in the Sermon on the Mount, um, where he's describing what life is like if you decide to follow him. If you choose to follow Christ, he aims to change you at a heart level. And so that you and it really it changes your view and your approach to life. And just like the the image you see on on the screen there where you're looking through the door and it's upside down. Jesus's way of, of living seems upside down to us. And some ways that we've we've looked at that upside down um, way that Jesus wants us to live, that that it's upside down than our natural tendency to live. Um, so far, we've looked at for peace um, and that's in our relationships. And as far as uh, relationships go, our natural tendency usually tends to be to, to fight or flight. So some conflict arises and we're, we're either going to hit it head on <clears throat> or we're going to um, try and, and uh, can you give me that water? I've been dry this morning. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, so we're either going to fight the, with the conflict and hit it head on, or we're going to choose to just flee and just leave the relationship alone. Um, also, we've talked about for impact, and that's to live with, with purpose. Um, we've talked about for all all you need. And in that message, we talked about just how to pray. Um, and then we, last week we talked about for freedom and that's how to give of our resources to what God values. And in, in this message, we're, we're talking about for focus. And, and the issue that we're really talking about is focusing our mind amid worry. Is that anything any of you all have ever struggled with having a hard time focusing while worrying that's something that's an area that, that I really struggle with um, as far as just not giving in to worry. Um, and one of the ways that, that I can really struggle with, with worrying and, and losing my focus on what I need to do is when I'm hit with a, a situation that all of a sudden comes up and there's a lot of unknowns attached to it. About three and a half years ago, um, I was hit with a, a situation like that. My son, uh, Blake, was... Uh, about to be born, and my wife and I, we went into our 36-week sonogram. Um, to, to It was our last, you know, baby picture before we we get to meet him. And in that sonogram, our our technician started getting quiet and not explaining it, it, all that was going on. And so Jean and I were were wondering, you know, what's going on here? And then she said, I got to go get the doctor. Um, so she she went and got the doctor, and the doctor came in and told us that it looked like his heart was working too hard, and that his stomach was measuring about six to eight weeks um, too small. And he said, we, we need to induce because it looks like he's not growing and developing in there like he should, and so we, we need to try and get him out so we, we can help him. Those next three days of, of waiting, it was really hard to focus on what I needed to, to focus on um, and, and, and get done. There's a lot of decisions that had to be made. 
And the, it, I just instantly went in the spiral of, of worry and wondering what is going on here. Well, how, how's, is he going to be okay? Is he going to have serious health issues? Is, is um, he going to be able to do all the things that I was thinking you know, we were going to get to do together? And it was a battle to, to keep focused on what I, need, what I knew and what I needed to, to focus on as far as making the decisions that we had to make those next three days. Well, three days later, it, it, Blake was born and he was okay. Um, it, it turned out that the, the doctors didn't have any medical reasons for why he was okay. Um, but God just healed him in those three days. But it was, it was a struggle in those days. So that's one way that it's really hard to focus. We're hit with a situation um, that just causes worry and, and we worry. Uh, another way um, that I struggle with just keeping my focus amid worry is I'm a natural planner. I like to plan things out and and have my ducks in a row, and this is going to be the process. This is how it's going to go. And if I'm not careful, that tendency to plan turns into a tendency to worry because I'm also pessimistic. So I'm a pessimistic planner. So I plan something, and then I shoot a bunch of holes in everything I just planned, and now I'm worrying about it's not going to happen how I want it to happen, and it's planned. Well, worry, it's something that we all face, and we all face it at one time or another, <clears throat> and it can show up in a lot of different forms and for all sorts of reasons. Whether you're worrying about your finances or your family or <clears throat> your health or your, your work, um, there's just a lot of different ways that worry can creep into our lives. And whatever it is that we're worrying about, um, we, we have to, to, to deal with it. Um, so, so a couple questions, you know, how do you focus your mind when you're worried about something? When you're, when the unexpected happens, you know, how do you keep from becoming overwhelmed with that fear and anxiety? Or what are, what about when you're waiting for some results or, um, a call back or even the next paycheck, you know, with all that comes in life, it comes at us in life. It's it's easy for our thoughts to get hijacked and to pull us off what we really need to be focusing on. So, regardless of our, our primary worries or concerns, Jesus has taught us some key things about about worrying. And the first is worry robs us of both today and tomorrow. Take a look at what Jesus has to say about worry in Matthew 6:25 through 32. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or what your or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? So he's saying there, there's much bigger concerns in life than, than these things. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. So first he's saying, take, take a look at the birds. And then he's saying, you know, look at the flowers. Jesus is having people take a step back from their own concerns and look at these things, how I provide. Look how God provides for all of these things around you. 
And then Jesus goes on. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, Solomon was the wealthiest king of Israel. Yet I tell you not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. A key verse in this passage is Matthew six twenty-seven. It says, Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Think think about that question. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? No one. None of us can. We we can't add any time to our life by worrying about the unknowns and the things that that we don't have. It, it's impossible. Take a look at at what Dr. Charles May of the famous Mayo Clinic wrote about worry. He said, worry affects the circulation, the heart, the glands, and the whole nervous system. I have never met a man or known a man to die of overwork, but I have known a lot who died of worry. Worry affects our health, and we, we have an enemy that knows that it affects our health. He knows that it steals and robs us of time. And one of Satan's major strategies is to supercharge that worry, to cause it to eat up more and more of our time. In fact, in 1 Peter 5, um, the, it speaks of the devil roaring around like a, a lion who prowls around seeking those who he can devour and eat up our time. He drains our energy and our focus because he causes us to worry about things that, that we can't control and, and take the, that are things that we can't um, do anything about. So what should we do? You know, worry is going to happen. What, what should we do about it? Jesus provides us with some helpful perspective on, on what, what are some steps to do to deal with, with the the fear and the anxiety and the worries. Faith, not fear, is the right response to worry. When worry comes, we must choose the faith that recognizes God, he's going to provide what I need, he's going to take care of me, and he's not going to rip me off. Jesus wanted to provide some perspective to all of of the listeners at the Sermon on the Mount on why faith is needed. Now, he didn't talk... really directly to faith, um, but he used some object lessons in nature. So let's take a look back over that passage. Matthew 6, 27a says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And then in, in Matthew six twenty eight, And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. And so he... he Jesus drew some conclusions. He he wanted people to get the idea of the value that they have in God's eyes. And it's the the perspective of the creator looking at his creation. Matthew 6, 26, again, it says, look at the birds of the air. Are you not much more valuable than they? And then Matthew 6, 28 through 30 says, 
And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? Yet I tell you not, that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And then Jesus asked the key question. If that is how God, God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown in the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? We all must recognize that worry and anxiety come from little faith. They come from not trusting the one who said he's going to take care of us. Growing your faith will shrink your fears. Anxiety and worry at its core cannot be effectively dealt with without faith. Faith is realizing that God's he's going to come through and that he can be trusted. As you walk with God, you, you begin to, to understand this more and more because you, you start to experience a track record of, of his care in your life. Um, our, our, our families experienced this in a few different ways over the last couple weeks. God has just been, been coming through for us. And one of them was my, my wife, Gina. Um, our markers and crayons and, and art things were getting just kind of dull and not really working. And our kids like to peel the crayons, so it was, you know, it's really messy after that. So I don't like messes either. So I'm a planner, don't like messes, pretty much no fun. That's, that's, that's me. So, but my wife, Gina, she was wanting some more art supplies for the kids. And so she, um, she just, she prayed and asked God to provide some art supplies for, for the kids. And a week or two after she prayed, was praying about that, um, she went to a park play date, and there was a mom at the play date who used to be a teacher and had some leftover art supplies that she was just giving out to people at the at the play date. And that was just God providing for our family. He he knew you know what we needed the art supplies. It's it's you know it seems it's not that big of a deal, um, but God he provided for us. He provided for our family. And as you walk with God over the years. You'll begin to develop more and more stories like that where God comes through and he just he takes care of you. In today's world, we're, we're told to focus on positive thinking and other ways to deal with stress like exercise and, and get more sleep. And these strategies, they might help deal with the symptoms, but they don't handle the core of, of anxiety. They don't take care of that core issue of worry. Because to deal with worry, I need a growing faith. And our faith comes as we repeatedly turn to God in prayer. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in God by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This passage gives us directions for where to go and and what to do when the worries and anxiety start to creep into our minds we need to turn our attention to god and we pray to him prayer is, is the key to keeping our attention on, on god and not focusing on ourselves and and what we can try to do to to fix the problem we can find a lot of comfort if we remember that prayer allows us to direct our attention to god and he can help us and take care of us. 
Now, prayer isn't some magic key that if, if I just pray, then my worries and my anxieties are going to go away. If I pray a certain prayer, then it, it'll, it'll, it'll all be taken care of. But prayer recognizes that we have the faith to ask God to come through for us. Because otherwise, why pray? If it's just, or I'm just saying these empty thoughts, there's no reason to, to put the effort into prayer. So prayer recognizes that we do have the faith to ask God to come, to come through for us. So we have to trust in God that God is going to come through for us and do what he said in Matthew 6. We have to trust that he's going to provide for us what we need. Now, it might not be what we want, but it's going to be what we need. You know, we might want steak for dinner and we get beans and cornbread. But God's going to take care of our needs if we trust in him and do what he says. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 provides a lot of hope in, in this. It says, don't be anxious about anything. Now, anything, that's pretty broad. That's like anything. It's, it says, don't be anxious about anything, not how am I going to get everything done or, or will my kids be okay? But in everything, again, broad. So, but in everything, pray to God. So don't be anxious about anything, but pray to God about everything. There's, there's some directions right there for what we need to do when we start worrying. And as we pray, we recognize that God, he hears us. This is why we're, we're told to present our prayers um, to God. He, he listens and he's tracking with us. And also, we also should give supplications, which these are our specific concerns and requests um, that we're concerned about. And then we also recognize that he's going to come through for us in our thanksgiving. Check out what verse 7 goes on to say. Philippians 4, 7, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but peace is pretty much the last thing on my mind when I'm worrying and having anxiety. For me, life feels like it, it's it's. I'm in this spin cycle, and one worry leads to another, which leads to another and another. And before I know it, I'm, I'm dizzy because I, I can't see straight. What, where's my next action step? What do I need to do? Because all these things just seem unsolvable and unrelenting. But Jesus wants us to turn our worries into prayers that keep us out of that spin cycle of our thoughts and emotions. So how does prayer keep us out of that spin cycle? Well, with prayer comes peace because we're recognizing that God, God's in control. And with God's peace comes protection because he's not going to rip us off and he's going to take care of me. And when we have peace from God, then we're able to focus on what is truly important. Faith allows us to focus on God's kingdom, not tomorrow's worries. At the end of that verse in, in um, chapter 6, verses 33 and 34, it says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Jesus is telling us to focus on God's kingdom and righteousness because there's enough for us to do today. We have enough on our plate today, so we need to focus on, on that 
I know for me that's much easier said than done. Okay, I, I just need to, to focus on, on what God's put on my plate today, and, and then um, I'll just get it done. Well, but then my mind starts to drift off, and I start to think about the things that I have to get done in the next month or, or week or um, just all the things that are go- going on in my life. So how do you practically, day in and day out, deal with the worry that allows us to keep our focus on what we need to focus on in God's kingdom? This is where the buckets come in. Um, this is going to be just a, a little, a less, a little uh, illustration as far as um, ways we can invest our time and energy in a day. Um, so we, we start out here. We got our time and energy. It's going to be sand. Um, and what what we, we have here is is three buckets. The first bucket is today's work. And then the second bucket is our prayer bucket. And then the third bucket is tomorrow's trouble bucket. The today Today's work bucket um, is, is where we keep our focus on God's kingdom. It, it's... We, and we keep our focus on God's kingdom by handling our responsibilities that we have in front of us today, the stewardship that God has given us. So some responsibilities that you might have would be doing your job at work or spending time with your family, cleaning the house, um, parenting your kids, um, planning for some sort of initiative at, at work or w- that you want to do with your family. Because when we're talking about worry, we're not saying don't plan and just fly by the seat of your pants and, and, and see how it's going to go. Planning can be a part of today's work. But the problem that we get into is if planning turns into just worrying about these what-ifs, then we're not getting anything done. Planning has action steps to it. Worrying, we can't do anything about it. Now, the, the prayer bucket, that's where we present our worries um, to God and, and it helps us to get refocused on doing God's will today. And then the tomorrow's trouble bucket um, holds all our anxieties and our, our worries about what might happen in the future. So these could be worries about finances, work, school, um, if you're a student, parenting, marriage, time management. Those can all be things that go in there. So in any given day, we can either choose faith or we can choose fear. And so we're going to walk through a day here. Um, where, where we choose to give in to our worries. You know, we've probably all had days where, where we've chosen to, to give in to our worries. I, I know I have for sure. Um, so as, as far as the day goes, it starts out, it starts out good. And we're, we're focused on today's work. And so we're getting work done. And maybe for you, in this example, you know, work is... Today's work is work. It's your job. You know, for me, it means I'm in spreadsheets a lot. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm plowing away on my spreadsheets doing today's work. And then I, I start to think and it, it kind of, it hits me. You know what? My kids have been acting up lately and I don't, are they going to be okay? Like, am I going to raise good kids? I don't know. <laughs> Tomorrow's trouble. And then I remember, you know what, my kids have been sick lately. Maybe that's why they've been acting out, because they've been sick. And But, you know, now that they've been sick, they've been having to keep going to the doctor, and it's going to be a lot of medical bills. How am I going to pay for all that? 
And then, you know, we, as far as work, oh yeah, I need to get back to work and get some of work done. And then you start thinking about, oh man, but at work they're downsizing the company. Am I going to keep my job? Tomorrow's trouble. And at the end of the day, you, you take an inventory on where you've been spending your time and energy and you look and you know what? Today's work, there's really not, I didn't get much done to, in today's work. I didn't spend much time and energy in there. In prayer, I didn't do anything there, except for, for when I was practicing the other day. <laughs> and then uh, tomorrow's trouble, you realize there's a hole in tomorrow's trouble. It looks like all the other buckets, but I really didn't accomplish anything today. Because it just eats up my time and my energy. And there's nothing to show for it. Now let's take a look at a day where we we choose faith over fear. And we don't give in to our worries. So it starts out the same. You know, I'm in my spreadsheets. Tomorrow's, today's work, not tomorrow's trouble. Today's work and I'm in my spreadsheet. I'm, I'm getting work done and I start thinking, you know what, the... Kids have been acting up lately. Are they going to be okay? And as I'm starting to go in the worry, I remember, you know what? I can pray about that and ask God for help. And so I pray, God, please help me to learn how to parent my kids. Help them to grow up to be somebody who follows you. And then I, I, I get back to work, and I, I'm, I'm working some more. And then I, I remember, you know what? The kids have been sick lately. Are, are they going to be okay? And as I'm going into tomorrow's trouble again, I, I shift it to prayer. God, please help my kids to, to get better, help them to feel better and get better. And I get back to work. And again, the kids, you know, they've been sick. A lot of medical bills coming up. Tomorrow's trouble. I pray, God, please provide for the finances to pay for the bills. You know, they've been, da- they, and then we get back to work. And they've been downsizing at work. And I start to, tomorrow's trouble again. And I realize, you know what, God, please help me to be faithful in my job. And help me to help me to keep it, and I get back to work. And at the end of the day, and you can you can look, and you've you've spent should have done bigger scoops, but you you have more you have more in today's work and more in prayer, and there's less of time wasted in tomorrow's trouble. God wants us to focus to stay focused on His kingdom, and and doing what we need to do. To take care of our needs. Worry is going to happen. It's, it's, going to, it's, it's going to pop up. But it's what we do with it that's going to determine, determine if we're going to be a good steward of our time. Or if we're, we're, not, if we're going to let it waste away by worrying. God has told us to take care. That he will take care of us if we put his kingdom first. We just have to make the choice to choose faith over fear. And maintain our focus on doing God's will today. I'd like to wrap up the message by asking you to think through a couple next steps. Um, please take out that connection card that Matt was talking about. Um, and I'd like to in- invite the, the band up um, and they can uh, start getting prepared while we walk through this last section. Um, and the, the, you can drop your connection cards in the offering as the ushers come around um, in, in a few minutes. Please take some time on that connection card, fill out any missing information that you have, any next steps, and um, when, they, when they come in, you can put that in the, 
in the offering basket. Here's a couple of next steps that you might want to take after the message today. The first is make a checklist of today's work. Uh, my, my boss at, at my old job, um, he used to come in every morning and he'd just list out everything that he had to do that day. Everything that he knew that he had to do, he'd list it out. Um, and then he'd go back and he'd, he'd prioritize it. Put one, two, three, and then you just start down the list. It's a really good way to, to keep focused on what you need to do because as distractions come and they, they, they come up and take you off of what you need to get done, then you can get back to right where you left off. Um, another next step might be to list out and pray for any anxieties. You, you might um, know there's just some certain things that you have trouble with and you worry about often, and, and so list them out, pray about them, and then that'll help you to, to catch yourself when you start um, going into that tomorrow's trouble bucket to catch yourself and pray about it and get refocused back on, on what you need to do today. Um, and then also the, the last one, you know, I will choose faith instead of fear and blank this week. You might know that something's coming up that you're just you're worried about, you're concerned about. Um, choose faith instead of fear in that situation. Would you pray with me as we continue to worship? Lord, we just thank you that we can trust you and that we can put our worries and concerns um, and, and ask you to help us with it. And that you, you have um, said you'll take care of us if we put your kingdom first, Lord. I just pray that you would help us to, to all stay focused on your, your kingdom and um, doing your will and just help us to, to do that this week and, and beyond. Um, we, just, uh, we just thank you again for the opportunity to worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.